0: Back in 2016 when I started WEIRD I had no idea how it would take off. With planning and preparation I got my first business card made and I was so proud. Little did I know in 2021 my business card would change forever. That's because I found out about LINK. LINK provides a solution to a huge problem. Ever find yourself not having enough business cards when you need them? or having too much information on a business card, looking cluttered and wind up losing a person you're trying to impress. How did they do this you ask? Through NFC and their custom built app. Now when I'm out and someone wants to know more about my business, I just simply pull out my business card and tap the back of their smartphone and voila, they have all my information in one place. Information about my company, phone numbers, address, links, and all my social media handles right inside their phones it's kind of genius so step your business card game up and get a link business card i promise you this will be the only business card you'll ever need in life again that's link l-i-n-q app dot Hello, listener, Inconsistently Consistent Podcast. I'm Eric, better known as Everything Real is Known. Can I, can I just be brutally honest with you all? Can I be brutally honest with you, listener? Can I ask you a question? How do you feel about a lucid dream? You know, h- how do you feel about not knowing if you're really in this dream or is this real life? How do you feel about being confused? You know, are, are you awake? Is the things that you see, are they really real? Is that girl really into you? Is that car you driving really the car you driving? Is your favorite ice cream, a favorite, you know, popsicle that you're eating? Is that is that real? You know, does that taste real? Did I really? Am I really here? Did this really happen? That's right. We talking about one of my favorite movies, Vanilla Sky, starring my favorite actor. I'm just gonna go out on a limb, and I'm just gonna say it. This is my favorite actor of all time. (laughs) Let let me stop, (laughs) cause I'm lying. (laughs) He ain't my favorite actor of all time. But listen this is starring Tom Cruise Cameron Diaz, Penelope Cruz Kirk Russell I'm trying to think of some of the other actors that are in it <laughs> listen it's not so much about the actors as much as it is about the story that Vanilla Sky carries and, and, and how this story comes about right so Tom Cruise plays a middle-aged man child. <laughs> and y'all wonder why I'm on his nuts like I am. You know what I'm saying? This is this is a this is a 30-something middle-aged man child. I, I just wanna I wanna I wanna be a man child too. You know what I mean? I, I wanna be that guy. You know, 30-something, you know, man child, got all my toys, you know? Women, women hanging off of me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> let me stop my wife kill me and I wake up in somebody's lucid dream you know far for me right with Tom Cruise in this movie far as for me he plays an excellent role and this is one of the movies that I kept playing over and over you know just kind of this, this is when I got introduced to Mr. Cruise this is the movie um I, I kept playing it over and over because it was such a trippy movie, and and it was so many hidden meanings inside of the movie. Okay, so let so let me give you a little bit of the story. All right, so once again, Tom Cruise plays a thirty-five year old or thirty-something year old. I don't even know if he's thirty-five. He's thirty-something man-child. You know, his parents were super wealthy. I think his dad was a writer of the Reader's Digest and his mom was you know she was she was his dad's wife but you know she took care of tom you know she, she she was important at some point you know but they don't really focus on the parents you I don't even think you see the parents in this movie you just hear about them you know so tom is living the good life you know he has a nice a nice house nice crib you know nice car he's got friends people want to be him and he's dating this blonde girl who, you know, is just absolutely a knockout. You know, she's a singer in this in this movie and that's none other than Cameron Diaz. You know, she's a knockout, right? And he has the best of everything. And he decides to throw a party one night. And in this party, he meets another woman, right? Played by Penélope Cruz. And and this this woman looks like she doesn't belong at this party that she's at but nevertheless she's there and she came with his friend as his friend's date so mr cruz being who he is you know being the man child that he is he has to get whatever it is that he wants so he sees this girl right across the room and he starts seeing like you know he starts having an instant attraction to her an instant feeling about this woman at this party right and he goes over and introduces himself you know with his friend and they're all laughing you know and somehow Cameron Diaz's character got you know pushed to the back somehow you know he just didn't really want to you know be with her or she wasn't somebody that he really saw long term he didn't he didn't feel the same way He was just fucking her. (laughs) He was just fucking her. She was his fuck buddy in this movie. It turns out, you know, he runs and hides within his house with Penelope Cruz. And Cameron Diaz is looking for him. She can't find him in this party. And he sneaks off with her. And this what kind of starts to sets the story up. Right. So he sneaks off with, uh, excuse me, with Penelope Cruz, leaving Cameron Diaz behind with his friend. Right. Because this was his friend's girl. He sneaks off with her. And then once he gets away with her, they, you know, kind of get to know each other. They learn each other, you know, and she finds out. Well, it's not that she finds out, but she just kind of she's sizing him up. You know what I mean? Penelope is sizing Tom up and she calls him citizen dildo you know because he's he's a dick you know he's a man child he's he's you know not what she would really want but she plays along into it right because she has a career she's a dancer you know she plays along into it just to kind of see who this guy is right she knows in learning who he is he can get whoever and whatever he wants but she plays the hard to get and it's about the chase for Tom, right? And so for him, this chase leads him to having a great night with the woman that he doesn't have sex with. You know, there's just an attraction there, but but nothing happens. It's just an attraction there. They're getting to know each other. This is, this is the, the point in the, in Tom's life where he's going to make a change and he's going to make a change for the better. He's going to grow up, right? He's not going to be this man child anymore. This woman comes across his life and it changes him. And he thinks it's for the better. Well, you ever had a stalker girlfriend or a stalker chick who just kind of knows where you're at? And pulls up on your ass. <laughs> Cameron Diaz. Plays an excellent job. At a crazy woman. Right in this movie. She pulls up on Tom. After he has a great night. With uh, Penelope. And she's like hey. How, how did it go? With the, with the brunette. <laughs> she pulls up kind of stalkerish. And Tom is like. "Uh, It went well. <laughs> you know so. Cameron is, you know, she's, she's in love, right? Cameron is in love with Tom. Okay. And Tom's characters, I should have said this as well, right? Cause I'm giving them by their actor names, just so, just so you can follow me. But uh, Tom's character's name is David. So, you know, she's in love with David. Okay. And she wants him to just take a ride. And I'm going to be honest with you, this is where David or Tom, <laughs> this is where he fucked up. <laughs> if, if Listen, if your ex or if your wife or your significant other, if she pulls up on you at the side chick's house and she and she ain't not seem like she's mad, right? She asked you how it went and then she asked you to take a ride. Don't get in the car. Don't take that ride. <laughs> but David, trusting his instincts, he's like, you know, she ain't going to do nothing to me. It's whatever. Maybe in this car ride I can break it off. You know, because I I've I found uh the love of my life, right? In Penelope, right? I I found the love of my life and now I I you know, I could tell I could tell Carmen Diaz. I could tell her, dang. Then I said, "Yeah, I could tell You know what? I could tell Julie cuz that's her actual name and or that's her character's name, okay? She, I, I can David can tell Julie that he doesn't want to be with her anymore and that it's over and he's going to be with Sophia. Sophia is Penelope That's her, that's her character's name. Okay. Back to what I was saying. You don't take the fucking ride. (laughs) You don't jump in the car with, you know, with your main who, you know, potentially mad at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't do that. You know, she's stalkerish. So he gets in the car. They start driving. And Julie smashes on the gas. Like she goes, she starts flying down the street, you know, and she's kind of laughing. It's kind of like a crazy laugh. And look, the bitch runs off, (laughs) the bitch runs off a bridge and kills both of them. Well, she don't kill David, right? David's still alive, but she kills herself, but she thinks that she kills him. Okay. And at this point, it's kind of, you know, where his life takes a turn and. it it takes a turn for the worse, right? Because he's not the same anymore. So he can't go to Sophia. David can't go to Sophia with the, (laughs) because the accident fucked him up. I mean, dude dude was fucked up, right? He can't go to Sophia and be like, hey, I got in a car, Uh, you know, this is what happened to me, still be with me. You know? Sophia ain't having that shit. (laughs) she don't even know him like that you know what I mean he's the one who had the feelings so you don't even know him like that so he is is him having to build up the tolerance you know get himself together and face her right he has to face her and be like this is who I am now you know and he goes through so many different changes where his face is so fucked up and so disfigured he you know opts for a mask they you know these doctors who have all this money right because he's got all this money he's a man child right he's his parents got all this money so they opt for getting a latex mask so he doesn't scare people on the street you know (laughs) while they're trying to fix his face and He's not having the greatest time because he's stuck on pain pills. He can't run the company. Well, his father's company. He can't run his father's company. So he's kind of like, you know, at a low point in his life, all from just making a choice from jumping in the motherfucking car. He shouldn't have jumped in the car and he wouldn't be here, right? We wouldn't even be talking about the story, but he did, right? And so now he's at a low point in his life. And at this low point in his life, he just des- he decides to make a choice, okay. And the choice is, he can live in a dream that pretty much surrounds him with everything that he wants. You know, he'll he'll have everything that he wanted. His his he'll have his looks back. You know, he'll go back to normal things. It's kind of like a restart, right? To restart on his life, okay. So he could do that or he could die. He could choose to die. Right. So obviously he chooses the lucid dream. Right. And so that, that brings me to my question, right? That brings me to the question that I asked at the top of the show. Would you want to die or would you want a lucid dream? Would you want a world where you get everything in it and everything's perfect Or would you just want to die off if something bad really happened to you? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not sure if I want the lucid dream or if I just want to die. Because if you're dead, aren't you in a lucid dream anyways? (laughs) Do, Do you go to the next life? Or is it like, you know, you're dead. So this starts your life again. You're in a lucid dream or you're in the next life. You know, it's very confusing. On, on how this lucid dream plays out, right? But if you're in this lucid dream in this world, right? If you're in this lucid dream, you're in a cryo state. So just like you're frozen, okay? You're not able to, you, you don't know what's happening around you. Years could go by. You're just living your life like it's golden inside of this dream. And everything that you knew or your memories from your life kind of plays out in front of you and it plays out perfect that is if you're not david ains david ains starts to have a nightmare inside of his lucid dream that's why i'm kind of on the fence about the whole lucid dream right because this this begs the difference about you know customer service and if you get a bad product (laughs) what do you do in that sense when you're getting a bad product and you're in a cryo state in this dream and you're starting to have a nightmare, you know? So, so David's nightmare is his ex coming back to him. So, so Sophia, who's wrapped in his dream, right? Who is his perfect girl. He went back, she took him, you know, in this dream, she took him, you know, she fixed him up. His face got fixed. She was there with him through it all. And it proved that she was like the perfect woman for him. But, in his nightmare Cameron Diaz Julia she starts to pop up so all of his dreaming and thinking that he's with Sophia he starts to see Julia and she's like I've been here the whole time and it's like she hunts him in his fucking dream in this in this lucid dream so that's that's his nightmare of this dream right and so he's like what the fuck is going on he's tripping out and he kills her this is how strong look he didn't want to be with this bitch that bad that he killed her in the dream which puts him in jail and it starts this whole negative cycle that he's going through in this dream in this lucid dream so it it makes me ask the question right besides you know having it your way in your lucid dream right so if if let's say you died Let's say you pick, you want to die, right? And so now, is this like, do do you, when you die, do, does, does this start out as like heaven? And then God is like, ha ha, <laughs> it sends you to, to hell. And so your restart of your life turns into hell at some point, you know? So. I don't think, I mean, I don't think God's a trickster, but you never know. They always say that God will, if if you want to make God laugh, tell him what your plans are. (laughs) That's that's the saying. If you want to make God laugh, tell him what your plans are. Because he's going to get a kick out of it because it's already written, right? Your life is already written. When you check in, when you check out, hey, it's already written. So you telling him your plans is what? You know what I mean? So this brings me to my next point, right? So, okay, because th- you might as well, you know what? You might as well call this this uh, episode the question episode because I got tons of questions that be like floating around in my head when it comes to this movie, right? So could you consider yourself being in a lucid dream? If you haven't got enough sleep, let's think about that. If you haven't got enough sleep, how do you react? Cause I'll tell you how I react when I don't get enough sleep, which is like the last couple of days, right? I didn't get enough sleep. And what happens with me is I start to self doubt. I start to find myself, uh, self doubting, tearing down. I can't think I can't be creative Um, tearing down everything that's around me and it's literally me just being a zombie and you know just kind of being there in a moment and I it's I know when I haven't got enough rest I can tell now but before when I would like totally have meltdowns and like spaz outs and man it was about me not having enough rest and I think some in some cases right I think some people have those same type of a meltdowns, you know, because they've been woke for, <laughs> they've been up for a while. They haven't got any rest. And so it makes me wonder, are we trapped in a lucid dream, you know, where things don't seem all the way correct or they don't seem real enough to you because you haven't got enough rest. You haven't got a chance to really get a dream in because you've been staying up late. You've been working, you know, on whatever it is. You know, maybe it might not even be you working. You might be binging some shit because I remember there was a time, right? There was a time when, and listen, I'll tell you exactly what it was, okay? When, <laughs> when the show Making a Murderer came out on Netflix. Look, I'm be honest with you. I binged the shit out of it and I even called off work. Yes. I even missed some dollars behind making a murder because it was that good and I needed to get some rest because I couldn't even properly analyze or couldn't even properly sit and function and watch this show because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't all the way there. So it made me. Think about this person's situation, and it made me start to judge it a little funnier, right? I was like, "Oh, well, maybe he did do it," you know. I couldn't tell because I was in this state where I hadn't got enough rest, and I just because I was binging. When I'm working too much, I look. Let me be honest. Sometimes I I don't go take my ass right to bed at a reasonable hour. You know what I mean? They always say you're supposed to get between six and eight hours, you know? But who that's probably the person that just works the nine to five. Okay? Those hours are not for people who run a business or have their own company. You know? They need to set some other shit or set some other parameters to say it need to be, you know, hey. You need to get at least four hours of <laughs> running your own business. You need to get at least four hours of rest if you're running your own business. You know what I mean? Like, you how in the fuck do you fit in eight hours of sleep when you run your own company? It's just not possible. Not unless you're just a lazy motherfucker or the, or the company that you're running. is that easy to run, okay? Because I'm going to be honest with me, it, it ain't that easy for me to run. I got to be keeping my eye on shit because I'm the only one, right? But- it brings me back to the question: With some of the decisions that I make within my business, if I haven't slept enough, am I in a lucid dream? Because when I'm designing some, when I'm designing some clothing, I'm thinking that shit is hot as hell. But then once I go to sleep, you know, and rest a little bit, and wake up and look back at it, I'm like, uh, that's not really that hot. That's not really the greatest. I, I guess I could have done a little bit better. Right. But then it comes it comes me asking, am I in a lucid dream? Because I start to second guess myself. D- did I get enough rest? You know what I mean? So I'm always guessing about it. So this movie, um, you know, Vanilla Sky will keep you guessing. Right. And so there is an important role that Kirk Russell plays. He plays kind of like a father figure to David while he's in jail. OK, he's trying to get his story. He's trying to understand what's why did he do what he did to Julia? Why did he kill her? And he's like, there was David is so fucked up. He's like, there was no murder. I didn't kill her. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you you did. You killed her in your dream. <laughs> but he's in, he's in jail. You know, Kurt Russell is there is playing as counselor in jail, you know, asking him, why did he do it? And he's trying to explain there wasn't no murder. There wasn't no murder and in this dream he gets off right so he gets off and like i said he starts his life and he doesn't realize that he has control over everyone in his own bubble in his own world you know kind of similar like the truman show you know i would pair this movie with the truman show and say it's similar in that fact in that same vein but this is this is a movie that i totally love tom cruise I totally love Penelope Cruz. Cameron Diaz kicks ass on this movie. It's just a slew of A-list actors that really do a great job at giving you this story. Not to mention this this movie, right? This, This was a remake. So ask me if I've ever went and watched the original. I haven't. But this is a remake. And so... Towards the end of this movie, he's asked the question, does he want to die? Because, you know, some years have passed. You know, Sophia, she's moved on. She, <laughs> matter of fact, he never even had a life with her like he thought he did. And so everything in this lucid dream was a lie. So are we okay with settling for the lie in the lucid dream? Or do we want to just, you know die and, and 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 go to the unknown so to speak because we don't know what happens when we die you know we we we, don't, we we know what happens in a lucid dream we know it's a state of you like being up but you're not really up your mind is functioning but you're not really functioning you kind of still sleep it's just yeah you like zombie right so in this movie he has a choice david Ames has a choice whether he wants to continue on this path they're gonna re- reset the dream okay and don't ask me how in the fuck they doing this just like resetting motherfuckers dreams hold on let me reset your dream and get you back right let me restart you you know they're gonna restart his dream and he'll go right back to where he was at you know living his life like it was golden with sophia no more no more psycho cameron diaz popping up in the fucking movie to, i mean it's popping up in his dreams to spoil it you know, or he can choose to die and that would be it. He's no coming back. It's no more dream. It's no more nothing. So on the end of the movie, it kind of leaves the shit open ended because you don't know what his choice was. You know what I mean? He, he, he kind of settles everything up with his dream characters that he's made up in his mind or that, This company made up for him in his mind based off of his memories. You know, he kind of settles everything up and he jumps off of a building. I'm not sure if he's committing suicide or, or, you know, or he's going to get reset back to his dream. You know, you just don't know with this movie, but I love how it's open ended like that. And as he's, you know, going to this next place, his life kind of flashes before him, right, and so the reason why I think he chooses to be reset is because w- when the movie ends, it it ends like it begins, right, and the beginning of it is is Penelope Cruz, Sophia, so to speak, saying "Open your eyes," but she uh, saying it in Spanish, I think, um, but she's saying "Open your eyes." And and this is his alarm clock. When he wakes up, it's Cameron Diaz that's actually saying, "Open your eyes." And he's like, "What the fuck? Like, why would you do that? Like, why would you set that on my alarm clock?" And uh, you know, for him, he's like, "Why'd you do that?" But this this is this is how the movie ended. It ended with her saying, "Open your eyes," and so there's the restart. So, I think it was a restart to him restarting his life and re you know going back to his happy place so to speak but again like, what if this you know what if this happens again because you're fucking with your memories and what if something else worse happens it's kind of a lucid dream is kind of like dying You don't know what you about to get in this next life. (laughs) It's like dying and being reincarnated. You don't know what you're going to get in the next life. You know, you're going this life that you're in right now is about to end. It's about, you're about to die, but where you're going, you have no idea where you're going. Thanks for listening. This podcast is produced and recorded by me. I'm the only one behind the scenes making this podcast happen. So listening and spreading the word would be greatly appreciated. You can now support the podcast by donating to my Cash App. Just search dollar sign inconsistently inside of the app Cash App. My partner, Anchor FM, always makes it super easy for you to support the show as well. Links of this episode will be in the description, and it will be on the new website, www.inconsistentlyconsistentpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I'm sure your ears will thank your brain later. Inconsistently Consistent, I'm out. This episode of Inconsistently Consistent was produced and recorded by Eric G. Polk, aka Everything Realist Known. This is a Weird Recordings production.